What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Welcome back to What's Up, Dunwoody. Here, here with uh, Ken Wright. He's going to tell us about the incorporation of Dunwoody and... And everything else about Anything it. else you're interested in. Yeah, and his backyard. We're actually in his backyard. So if we hear birds... <laughs> Sitting outside in the rain. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Finally, after months of no rain, we're getting a little... Uh, Little rain. We got a nice backyard for yeah. it. So. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about Dunwoody Green. What's going on over there? So Dunwoody Green, uh, I'm chairman of the, what's called the Dunwoody URA, Dunwoody Urban Redevelopment um, Agency, and that agency was put together uh, starting with Mayor Mike Davis, who was my successor uh, as as mayor. So that group was put together and actually owns the land that's known as Dunwoody Green. So there was, uh, you see the houses that were built and then um, the, we had a, we have a retail or a, uh, we call an O&I type parcel right there on the corner that we've been holding on to. And then there's property across the street by the uh, parochial park. Is that the latest? Yeah, name? I don't know. How I, don't know, how to I, know I know it as the, <laughs> I think we say it different each time. Yeah, I so. didn't yeah. submit any yeah. names for that, by the way. That was not my, uh, I heard Mike Davis say it. I was like, that's got to be the right way. I can remember that, and I already forgot it. So. But, uh, but yeah, so, so as an agency, we um, own and control that property. So uh, this little uh, retail part of it we've been excited about, and we're waiting for the right time to basically let out an RFP, which we've done. And you all might have read about it or probably have on the um, – so our vision is to get a group of restaurants. We had a lot of people protest and say, oh, we're going to do, we can do condos. We can do townhomes. Hell no. We are not interested in anything but this. And, and you know, truthfully, we believe that we could get a lot more money for the property um, as something else. But the beauty of how we're set up, we don't have to take the highest bidder. So we have said this is what we think would be great for Dunwoody. And as you all probably know, and when, when I was in my 20s, you know, we have always wanted more more restaurants, you know, more places to go out, more original concepts. Back when, you know, before Roswell Canton Street was kicking, I mean, this is something that generation after generation of Dunwoody folks said, we, we want, we need. It just hadn't come together. And we need them on that side of Dunwoody, oh too. Gosh, if we're coming sure. from Dunwoody North, I mean, no, you're absolutely you got to drive right. all the way over the village. And that was part of Georgetown. When, when I was, um, you know, founding mayor, you know, it, we got started during the, the, the Great Recession, right? I mean, it was the worst of the worst of the worst time. Yeah, I didn't think about and that. And, yeah, we got that thing rolling. It was like, oh, my God. Well, you know, either sell sell low, buy high, or, or sell high and buy low and looking at it. And when once we got up and running, there were some distressed properties that we knew, at least believed, I strongly believed, now or never, right? We are going to get a hold of it. In my opinion, the Georgetown area, having grown up here, was an area that, quite honestly, had just been, had not gotten the attention or love that it needed. I mean, it's a gateway to Dunwoody. Mm. It's the best location in Dunwoody. But for whatever reason, you know, developers that did come in did apartments. You had five blocks, giant apartments. You had some crappy apartments, but nobody really took hold of it and and including Coro and the Kroger Shopping Center. Yeah. I worked with those guys for 20 years and say clean up this shopping center. When we moved here it was not pretty. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. And to Coro's credit, they have turned and when we got a hold of this property, um, Coro said, "Ooh, that could be another that could be a Publix going in there." 
So they really, that was a good driver for Coro to step up and redo that shop. It looks great now. Yeah, and they're right? all full. It's kicking. Yeah. That's, it's so that's, that's how you threaten any Kroger's. You just say, there could be a Publix. <laughs> yeah. You never yeah. know. Whole but, Foods, well, watch out. A, we had bought, so during the downturn, we had bought um, what was supposed to go there was apartments where that land is. And we negotiated. Um, you know, I tried a bunch of different routes. First, try to go through a historical trust to try to get money to, to acquire this land that was in bankruptcy. Hmm. Um, so long story short, we ended up, you know, by the end of my term, we had enough to negotiate out and, and pull the trigger and trigger and get a hold of, of all of those parcels, which was game changing. I know there's a lot of people out there that frown on any government intervention in land purchases, and that's fine. I mean, there's three sides to every story. My side being, you know, making the sausage, for lack of a better words, was if we don't do it, we're, we're stuck with all apartments again. Yeah. If nothing will change this cycle. I've lived here my whole life. I've watched, Don't tell me that cycle is going to change because it hasn't. Mm-hmm. It hasn't right. until, you know, we got a toehold in that thing. And and great stuff is happening, right? And, and Yeah, just, I love it. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, and nobody knew what was around the corner during that great recession. Yeah. You know, you, you know, people thought that. It will never come out of it. They were the doomsdayers that were like, we're, that's the end of the world. Right. Right? We were just talking with uh, with Mike about how, you know, Shambly's doing the apartment thing where they're just packing in apartments and we're Absolutely. talking about how Dunwoody's, you know, just it's all single families and it's, I mean, it's a different area than it Sandy is. Springs or Brookhaven or For Shambly. sure. I mean, and we, you know, in Dunwoody over the years looking at, you know, if you look at what a balance is, and I think statistically it's like, it's. 60% single family, and then you have a mix of 40% commercial, and then you have that remainder mix of, of apartments. I mean, there's, there's, there's a science out there, analytical science, to what makes a healthy community. Mm-hmm. And anytime you have a tipping point to that science, it may be like 40%. I think 40% was, you know, not single family, you know, that type of mix. But yeah. anyway, Dunwoody was that. I mean, when I was with Dunwoody Homeowner 20 years ago, um, this was what we were fighting. We were fighting apartments every friggin' week. Yeah. DeKalb County would come, and they had this loophole. You could build apartments basically anywhere. Anywhere that it was zoned O and I, there was a, a loophole. And that's why we have a lot of, you know, stick stick apartments all over the place. They just came in, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. And that loophole finally got, we closed it down um, through the DHA, which at the time was the de facto government of this community. Yeah, it's it truly funny. was. That's what yeah, it I mean, turned it out really, really was. And it's still strong. I mean, DHA oh, still does a lot of stuff strong. around the community. It's just, you know, it's morphed a little bit, but there's still, it's a, I think they're necessary. Great balance of, I mean, it, so we have a city, official city government, but you've got another cog out there. One, they do the parade. They do light up Dunwoody. They do all these awesome Dunwoody events that they're in charge of, but they're also the, the people that can be the, you know, the developers come to you and present, and DHA is kind of that first that first. It's like look. you got to be nice to them so that well, they tell he, people and, what's and going and on. Before, you don't want idiotic stuff getting a council. It's a, it's a good, I think, step for developers. You know, okay, here's what we're thinking. Hold on a minute. Yeah. And they can read. We're not even going to put you in yeah, front of the council well, at this right. point. I mean, really, it's probably not wise that you guys do this, and let's work on this, and here's where the problems are. So I think it's just a good, natural um, step no matter what city or no city and I know there's you know there's there's been some friction you know depending on whose leadership who's not in that but I, I think it's it's a great healthy necessity to Dunwoody it's one of the big assets we've got 
Um, yeah. You know. It's like the mid-level mafioso. <laughs> At a point, you get to talk to the boss, but, you yeah. know. Not but quite it's all yet. above board. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's all good. It's all hard-working volunteers that are trying yeah. trying to do the right thing, right? So <laughs> so are we going to get a, a brew pub or something like that at uh, Dunwoody Green? I, I saw that there was an open container permit that was... I guess approved. That's going to be a straight shot from my house to his house on a bike. So <laughs> you know what? It's like a halfway meeting point that we could. And with that friggin' uh, with the with the infrastructure now, you know, with that bike path, it's unbelievable. And I mean, it is so cool. And once that thing continues, I mean, really, you've got forget the car, man. Yeah, yeah that, you're that's right. something you guys planned on. Uh, absolutely, it's a hard fought. There's, you know, it's interesting again through my evolution of public service to Dumbity, but. You know, again, 20 years ago, I fought like hell to get a single sidewalk in Dominey Village. There were none. Zero. Yeah. Um, and it was in front of Walgreens. And it took two to three years and so much fighting, even internal fighting. A lot of people were like, ah, it's going to kill all the trees. What, the, what are you talking about? <laughs> we have an arborist out here. It's not going to do any. It's going to kill every tree in the world. I'm like, my God, we need sidewalks. You know, we need yeah, a place. You have to. And now yeah. we have them everywhere. And that's all we do is and pave that, and do sidewalks. Honestly, <laughs> and when I was a kid, I rode my bike to Dunwoody Village. Um, and, but there wasn't track. You know, the, I mean, it was a there's farmland. Most yeah. of the farmland out here. And, you know, but there, there wasn't any sidewalks. But now. You wouldn't want your kid on any street. You know, no. that's not a dish on Dunwoody. It's Metro Atlanta, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. It's everybody with their phones in their hands. And exactly. Yeah. you got to have... You're absolutely We're kind right. of a cut through, too. I mean, we're right next to... You know, in the middle of the two highways. Well, even... I think just, you know, we're we're six, seven million now in Metro Atlanta. Right? Just in... in I mean, back then, we were not even a mill. Total. Yeah. In, in all of Metro Atlanta. You know, so it's just, I think, the urbanization, for lack of a better term. You know, we're growing. Yeah, we're getting bigger, and it, you know, there's no stopping it per se. Right. All right. Well, take us back. So yeah. l- let me yeah okay, steer the conversation. The- so when you were, you know, 2000, what what was happening in your life in 2000? Oh boy, the uh, yeah. So we so we're going back. How far? We're going. Uh, we graduated, from, graduated from Georgia. I'll bring that up. Yeah, go dogs. Yeah, go dogs. Got made my way out of Georgia back in the. Uh, the easier days, as we were talking about. <laughs> Six of me combined could not get into Georgia yeah. these days. <laughs> D is for diploma, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, but uh, a great, you know, great school. So, yeah, yeah, got out, got out, of, uh, got out of Georgia and got my first job um, in Birmingham for a year and a half, transferred here to Dunwoody and bought this house 24 years ago and got married. And, uh, and you immediately jumped into public service, You know what right? was interesting about that? No. I mean, I was always, you know, I, I would love to say, you know, when I grew up, I was big into public service. I could care less about anybody but myself, my fraternity brothers and women. Yeah. And drinking, yeah. you know, beer, yeah. you know, on weekend. Yeah, I mean, I was a... That's I every was, guy, though. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I mean, I, you know, it was just, you know, I was me, me, my career. And then when I moved here, what's funny, when I, when I first got... Um, pulled into it is uh, as I wrote a letter to the uh, Dunwoody Crier and there was just you know it was a junkie house up next to the branches that had been abandoned for a year or two and there was crap on this I mean it was just looked like crap so I wrote a letter kind of little bitch letter more or less right saying hey why in the DHA doing anything about this why is you know why and just kind of complaining right and then my telephone rings and this guy Chuck Trent's who was president, young guy at the time, said, hey, hey, Ken, it's all your letter, great letter. Why don't you come in? Let's meet. You know, I'm like, hmm. All right. Am I in trouble? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I thought, you know, he said, you know, we could really use you as we start talking and background. He said, we could use you 
Um, you know, you're young, you're passionate, obviously, about Dunwoody. We could we could use your help. You know, without volunteers, it's nothing. So I thought, yeah. you know what? This guy just called me to the mat. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna step up, and he's right. And that was the beginning, kind of the beginning of the of the end. That was 20 years ago, and then just. As y'all know, it's kind of every step, you know, whatever you're doing, sometimes you don't, you know, you get into the, the, the executive. I certainly didn't have aspirations. You know, I didn't have aspirations to be mayor. I don't have aspirations to be house, see, if that makes any sense. But I will step forward and do it. And it's, you know, I think we need... Do you need, think you're going to be the best at it? I mean... Well, well and you, we need good, good, normal public servants. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we need that, that working on our behalf. So... That's kind of been, you know, my my ledger is you just kind of, once you get into something and then, you know, you kind of, all right, you're doing great. Here, do this. Oh, no, man, I don't want <laughs> yeah. to do that. All right, you're doing great. Do this. Kind of like entrepreneurship. <laughs> I'm sure with your businesses, you weren't planning on going that direction, but when things change, True. you go. And you absolutely. You pivot. Make the best of it. Yeah, absolutely. And then you, you start really enjoying it and you see you know, you see the difference you're making. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we didn't think we'd be doing a podcast but you, what, yeah. three months ago. Yeah, that. That's true. I have an eerie feeling this is going to lead to something. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. This screen and porch, I mean, a lot of lot of memories. And I've always, I think one day I might pin. Less table tapping, Kim. Yeah. Less table tapping. My own book. Now you're emphatic about it. Yeah, my, my own book I think I might pin because there's some cool stories. But we had our first council meeting in in the in my porch none of us was sworn in yet wow everybody was elected there was one runoff um dr adrian bonzer and then a local gentleman larry panky who's an attorney so they were the only ones in runoff so everybody else had been elected but not sworn in so it was this odd period so there's no there's no public notice right i mean you don't have anything really you're you're just getting running and we had to friggin figure out i mean the clock was ticking we had to figure out how we we're going to get the government set up. We, you know, how are we going to pay for the police? All these. And this decisions. had never been done before in Atlanta, correct? Well, Sandy Springs did it. But Sandy Springs. We did it? we were the first ones into cab, so that's why our flight okay, first took into so cab. Long. Yeah, we were the first, and uh, and we were really tight on finances. Sandy Springs is our rich cousin. Sandy if Springs. you look at their their inflows of cash, I think they got a lot of of uh, sales tax where we don't here in Dunwoody. So when you looked at pro forma when we put together the initial what we think we're going to have i mean it was just like you starting your business you know you're you're guessing right i mean you're educating i mean you're not just pulling numbers out of air for the most part but you're and you didn't have anybody that had done it before i assume not in decab and decab county was not open with their open records i mean we were requesting trying to get the information that we needed to put together a, a a very good pro forma but you know half of it didn't make its way to us. There was lost or yeah. what? You know, it's like, come on, guys. Did you go to Google at one point? Like, how, how <laughs> yeah. to make a city? Like, <laughs> but yeah, we were the first in the United States to do. It's called a split level um, contract. So there was one firm, Sandy Springs, used it's called CH2M Hill. So there's a huge, huge firm, and they put together this model that they could do new cities. So we put our bid out. They were the only one that bid on it, but we looked at the numbers and long story short, we couldn't afford it. I mean, we we thought this is too much. We can't afford it, guys. And they were they held strong. They were like, we're not we're not going to move on. It. Yeah, and they had a bunch of ideas like changing our garbage. Speak of the speak of yeah, yeah, changing our garbage service to privatize it, and we could make up that way. And like, you kidding me? Garbage service was the 
one thing Dunwoodians loved at the time. You could put, you know, eight dead bodies on the street and they wouldn't question it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, load it in, boats, you know? I mean, couches, refrigerators. Yeah. Anything yeah. goes. Paint buckets full of paint. I mean, they were like free for all. People love. And they're still, you know, I still think they do a, a good job. Not, not as great as they once were, but anyway, we weren't changing garbage service. So long story short, we said, well, we can't use them. And people thought, well, you're done. You're going to get the city started and it's going to fail right off the bat. Garbage will be everywhere. And that's when I got gray hair and lost half my hair. Um, at that point, I was like, my God, yeah, I'm going to have to move if this thing failed. So You would have. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I definitely You'd be would be in Alaska have. And that's right one of the reasons I ran for mayor. I really was not going to do that. And people convinced me. They said, you have to. You know, you've got all the background and you can get this done. I'm like, oh, God. All right. I'll do that. So... Anyway, so we did what's called split-level contract, and uh, what we did is said, okay, CH2, we can't afford you. We're going to bid out all these things individually. Nobody had ever done that. So we hired a consulting firm to help organize, and we bid out each level of service on our own. Um, so in effect, if you, if you think about it, CH2M Hill, you, know, you hire as one-stop shop, take care of everything for you, done. We just did it ourselves, and it it worked beautifully what's ironic and we we never really got much press i think the business chronicle gave us you know some good press but it was really something something different that we did sandy springs ended up following our model and milton ended up following so almost every city is now doing what we basically had to do out of survival did they call you up like hey can you just like what do we do well they once once we made it past you know the the hard part and you saw you know, our, our numbers are out there and they're like, my God, okay, we can see, you know, basically you're figuring out what the markup is and you're like, wow, we're wasting three, four, five, whatever, million dollars. We could do this ourselves. So yeah, we, we would certainly, you know, you get phone calls of how did you do it, you know, get, get some of the help, but um, it just kind of flows, you know, once we put the infrastructure together, it was easy to, for others to emulate, you know, to copy. So yeah, um, it was pretty cool. So getting back to the beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So hopefully that'll come. You know, I mean, it's it's still uh, it's still in the works. You know, so they've got a they're working on lining up um, tenants. Chef driven, non franchise. Chef driven, right? non franchise, and that's all part of the contract that that you know we put together is to really just stipulate. Um, you know, we don't want a Walgreens. This point. I mean, we we're okay right. with separating out of this. So there is still that possibility. To be quite honest with you, they we've given them a pretty long leash um, to make it make it work. You so know, to pull it all together. I'm in the uh, Facebook group for Dunley Green, and one of the guys uploaded maybe that exact contract. Uh, and what he was pointing out is what can't be put in there and one of the last things on was don't say rooftop bar no no it no. wasn't that okay. it, it was a used sporting goods store interesting well, that, so i think we need to play it against sports yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. what's interesting about that that probably what he uploaded and i haven't seen it but it's probably the conditions of of land use so if you look at right. when we bought the property as a city then then the we put conditions on the property and then the, the URA, when it was formed, basically took the property over. And so we are, like I said, we're actually selling it, and then we give the money back to the city. And again, the biggest advantage of that is we're able to do what our vision is. And as a city, you can't. 
if you own that land and you put it out to bid, you have to take the highest, uh, the highest. Price. That makes sense. Yeah. So the URA, you know, is that is that group. But so the conditions of land use were put on by the city, and that's probably what you're looking at is saying you can't do this, you can't do that, you know, and why that would. It's be just there, such an odd. That is an odd little thing. Th- unless they're just maybe saying no pawn shops, but then it seems like it would make more sense to just write on there no pawn shops. Well, you know? I think it, you know it. At the end of the day, what we're trying to do in multiple ways, the conditions of land use and then within our contract is prohibit. If it's not a restaurant, again, we're not interested at this juncture. Now, it may be down the road that, you know, oh, this is impossible. It's not going to happen, you know, whatever. And then decisions will have to be made. That will be past my, you know, tenure, I think, with this group um, as I'm seven years in. But right now, it's, this is what it will be or we'll keep it. How much okay. of a time commitment is that, being on the board for this? For the Dunwoody URA? Yeah, you're on like six of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm on so. a lot. Yeah, co-chairman of the new Dunwoody. You talked to Alan, Dunwoody Nature Center, right. building community campaign. Great did guy. y'all go out there? We yeah. did. I mean, what a friggin' fantastic place. You said a great, fantastic place. But, you know, they, they open up their summer camps, and it fills up like old ACDC tickets. You know, like we're, we're, we're calling in or what, you know, whatever. I mean, it goes... Taylor Swift, maybe these days. Well, the reason we were on the we he was on the show is that we had mentioned how much they uh, raised at the what was it called Monarchs and Margaritas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a hundred thousand dollars. We yeah. I did not believe that. Yeah, and that's why he reached out and was like, "Let me tell you more about how that. about that." That's cool. But their summer camps felt so past. I mean, they are above capacity for for our our, our children, your children. You know, the the kids of Dunwoody and and surrounding areas. I mean, it's you know, it needs to. Um, grow in the appropriate manner, and Alan's the best thing ever mm-hmm. for Dummy Nature. I mean, he's just a, he's he a seemed excited dude. about everything. Ah, and he's and he's sharp as heck. That new rental facility on the top of the hill, absolutely. And then looking this the what I'm co-chairman of with Bill Grant is just the those well, I think four and a half million we're trying to raise to get the new pavilion. So you, you saw the the outdoor thing, but to get a new class. rooftop. Um, space so that they can expand the offering for the kids and expand what they do for the community. So that's that's in process now, and that's a. I, I don't think we've heard much about that. Is, so it's be still like a, it's still in um, quasi silent phase. Okay. Okay. Oh, so we, we have a, no, no, no. It's yeah. all good. So hey, there's uh, a thing on the top of the hill, the rental facility on the top of the hill, and then that's the, been the, built. So this is basically a new. Um, I don't have. I'll show you uh, drawings I've got upstairs. But so this would be a new. Um, building, you oh, know, okay. and it's got a rooftop, and it's it's for um, for their programming, you know, cool. for what they do for the kids and for the community and stuff like that. So it's, you know, right now there's the 1950s old house, old house, yeah. yeah, and that's it, yeah, and the great, you know, new um, screen and porch. But this is this is a big, this is a big lift for Dumbity Nature Center. It's a big. So right now we're we've met with, um, you know, there's a bunch of foundations out there, Woodruffs of the world, and toll foundation and all these foundations um and just getting a a read of okay what do we need to do what you know here's what we've got now to submit to you get feedback from them and kind of refine that so really where we are now with that is just begin to reach out to the community as a whole and these foundations basically say look you know we we would contribute to this but you really need to have x participation from your community you, you, your community needs to step up. Has and to raise part of the money. Yeah, right. And then when they see that, then they'll say, okay, you know, the Woodruffs and the, the big folks, 
those are folks that stroke 200, 300, 500,000 dollar check. Mm. But you need participation. You know, it, it's one of the beauty things <clears throat> of fundraising, man. Yeah. It's to be like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> but a worthy cause. I'd like to help out with that, so I'll put my hat in the ring. Good, yeah, good. Then this is a, that. It's it's great. Um, so it is it is a great cause, as you, as y'all said, being out there, the Nature Center. It's still a hidden gem, especially for it a is. lot of new. Dunwoodians, you know it's different. It's not Brook Run. I got a six-year-old. I'd never been there. Yeah, and it's 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 super beautiful. And again, Brook Run, um, you know, a, a, w- some argument on this, but but Brook Run really overall, think a lot of our vision on council was to have that more active, or at least more, you know, Dunwoody Nature Center is not active per se. It's nature, mm-hmm. right? Brook Run, there is a lot of nature there, and always will be. But there's you know the open fields, the the amphitheater they're building yeah and the kids can get out and run mm-hmm. and and have fun again you can do that nature center it's just a different environment you can't so. pull food trucks in there yeah, either, exactly. you know? <laughs> exactly. no you're right i mean you're in freaking middle of nature yeah so we kind of you know the nature center will always be that that place i think where brook run is is the mix right yeah Brook, a, Brook Run's just huge. I, it I love, is gigantic. I love Brook Run. It is awesome. And it's, you know, the the great pieces of it are still yet to come. I mean, we've gone so far from when. Um, in fact, interesting, this this book was just published. I don't know if y'all um, heard of the Queen of Dunwoody. This is Joyce Allmacher. So she just passed away not too long ago. But this book, um, Lynn Bird, who's a local author, um, wrote it. But Joyce uh, started Lemonade Days. Okay. Back oh, in the right. day. Yeah, but she, she was active. Again, when I started with DHA, this woman, and and interesting enough, I got the back of the book. I had no idea. My my quote for her, I wrote a story about <laughs> oh, her. I'm nice. like, man, look at that. I'm the back of this book. <laughs> we'll have to check I'll that out. out. <laughs> this is our first book review yeah. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but this this lady was tenacious for Dunwoody, and you know there was no friggin' hill that she couldn't tackle. I mean, it's amazing to watch her. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah it's Lemonade Days. This tornado blew through, and she's like... You know, DHA means, she goes, you know what? We can make lemons out of this. Well, she said, we have 200,000 trees come down. We need to replant those. I'm sitting back there going, what the hell is this lady talking about? She's out of her gourd. You know, we're decimated. I mean, nobody is decimated. She's talking about planting little sibling trees. I mean, she ran with that. And lemonade days, you know. a party. (laughs) Yeah. And as I said in my um, piece I I wrote in honor of Joyce, I said, you know, she, again, she had that vision. She pulled it off. The, the one of the first ones, what my memory back in Brook Run, she wrote me into to getting ponies for this thing, you know. And I was like, oh God! So I came home and talked to my wife. She's like, what? <laughs> I'm doing. Well. I said, you got to do this, baby. I don't know how to get farm animals and ponies. And <laughs> so, so this little lemonade days, you know, tried to get people out there, and we were digging up games in the basement, trying to find something for kids to spend money on to raise for this lemonade days. Right. I mean, it was like a backyard carnival. But our pony truck ended up like throwing an axle on I-85 and they didn't come. All the kids were crying, looking for the pony. I'm like, holy God almighty, what the hell? We are, and the, you know, Joyce is like, where are the ponies? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this is a freaking like comedy of. Yeah, what, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, an axle just fell off. And then the, 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 the pony dude shows up and he is, he is quintessential pony dude. I mean, it's like the, uh, the, the, the movie. 
What's the movie where the dude gets shot by the tranquilizer? And the, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, it's that dude, old man. School. He had the mullet. Yeah, yeah. old school. Yeah. And the mullet. Yeah, I'm sorry. The actual broke. I'm like, damn, dude, you're two hours late. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll get the ponies out. You know, they're kicking. I'm like, God. <laughs> Bringing a- them all back. <laughs> running around the highway. Like, yeah, yeah, right. on. <laughs> this dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, we saw you on the news an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome, but anyway, she she's uh, but Joy started Lemonade Days in in Brook Run, and and there wasn't anything in Brook Run, right? I mean, it was there's a lot of acres, yeah, and a lot of old crusty buildings, and and uh, yeah, what uh, used to be there? Walking around, you can see the lights, and there was so a, it was like the old tennis court. The, the formal name could be wrong. This Georgia Retardation Center, um, and I know you know that's. Not appropriate, probably not appropriate back then, word. No, like back it would then. never yeah. fly now. No, yeah. exactly. So, so the state um, had it. That got closed down, and then we worked with the Cab County to get the land acquired. So there's CEO. Um, I've gone blank. Uh, just sorry, but anyway, she. Uh, um, we ended up acquiring that as parkland, but. Nothing ever became of it. Obviously, once we became a city, we, you know, Dunwoody was underserved from parks. And that's one of the, you know, one of the reasons I got real interested. There were a lot of reasons, the zoning, the apartments, just the craziness that we didn't have control over. But parks, I mean, you look at all of DeKalb County, we had like nothing compared to the entire county. And you looked at a map, I'm like, this is so wrong. I mean, there's, there are great parks all over the place. And we were like this northern scab of nothing. I was like, this is a bunch of bull. You know, I said, we are truly, we were being underserved by our... Which is, by the way, one of the only times Dunway's ever been called underserved. Well, you know, it's true, but I think we get, we do get a bad rap. I mean, we certainly, yeah, well, okay, good. In that... I was going another direction. You're absolutely right, yes. (laughs) I mean, people would probably... Chuckle at that, you know. They heard this in other areas of the cab. Oh, done when he's underserved, my crap, you know. You know, they're say, so, you know, we really weren't getting, we weren't getting services for, for anything. Not much less for the taxes that we paid. We weren't getting anything. Mm-hmm. Just in the short time I've been around here, it's um, the park has changed a ton. Oh, you know? everything has. I'm done. It's shocking what. And again, like for newer folks like yourself, again, the lack of sidewalks, the lack of anything. To, as infrastructure or parks or anything, it was just, it just became, well, our, our churches and synagogues serve us for soccer and basketball and peewee baseball, right? So those were our service entities for our park space. And then, you know, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have any county, you know, county anything. So it's shocking what, since we came out in the 10 years, what we've been able to do them. I mean, it's really cool. Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's do a show break. Let's uh, let's 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 keep talking, but let's um, shut this one down and uh, give our our cool. listeners a chance to do their normal things. Worst, park their park their cars. Worst and, clothes ever. Right, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> the worst clothes ever. All right. So.